Your future is full of possibilities. Vodafone X is the mobile plan to help you discover them. Discover what makes you tick with quick, free online courses. Discover by experimenting in studio spaces. You can book one for free. You never know where a little leap in a different direction could take you. So dive in at VodafoneX.ie to see what's included and discover you. Vodafone X is a four-week top-up offer and is subject to availability. Offer gives Redeemer access to booking one online space or course every four weeks pending 20 euro top-up. See Vodafone.ie for full terms. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Second Take Variety Hour. Second Take Variety Hour is filmed in front of a live studio audience. Welcome to the Second Take Variety Hour, the show that goes for about the length of five and a half space jams. <laughs> nope, wrong way around. Can go into a space jam five and a half times. Boil Nailed it. Synergy. <laughs> I'm Sebastian. I'm Andy Schossler and I'm boiling an egg. Boiling an egg? Yes. Oh, oh that's right. I forgot what I did. <laughs> uh, yep. I've been drinking for a couple of hours now and I'm Alex. <laughs> And we're all very proud of you for this is actually variety hour. Today's variety topic is it's an AA meeting. Um, so, Intervention, oh, yep. Alex. And- we're very concerned. Wait, which is it? Is it an AA meeting? Because I can deal with that. If it's an intervention, I can deal with that. But it can't be both. It's yes. an AA intervention. Yeah. Oh, good. It's intervention, but you spell it with the, the classic double A's. A. It's actually one of those AE, like an encyclopedia. <laughs> I just did the encyclopedia thing for how much of Damn it. Um, but yeah, so um, listen, you're in a safe place. I know. That's why you've had four ciders? I'm on my fourth. Yeah. yeah. It's, but it's okay, ladies and gentlemen. He's going to an event where he can drink, so he needs to warm up. <laughs> Would you criticize he's an, he's an, an athlete, athlete for stretching? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. See, sound knowledge. So, <laughs> brain not work, I guess. Uh, so, we've been lately trying to signpost what we'll be reviewing um, in the variety hour. I just did it. Drinking. Yep. Okay. Um, I, however, I just want, I'm one with the wind today. I'm a free flow. I've got, I've had so much content just thrusted into me. So you're not wearing underwear? Oh, no, <laughs> why would today be any different to yesterday? Um, Fair. So I am, I'm just, I'm going to, I'm going to go with the vibe, man. And I don't even know what I'm going to review. That's a wonderful way of saying I prepared nothing. No, 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 no. I've given this a second of thought. I gave this, uh, I gave this so much thought. I'm still actually deep in thought. That's the problem. I, I can't stop preparing for this episode. Well, I don't want to spoil anything. All I'm going to say is I'm going deep controversy. Oh, good. Deep conspiracy. Okay. With what I want to talk about. Wonderful. Well, hypothetically, if I wasn't prepared for this episode, which I am, I'm actually more prepared than both of you combined. um, You could go first if you wanted to. I could. (laughs) I I, I could go first. (laughs) All right. 
Please. Oh, is no, there, he's choking. It, he's choking it, on beer, on his um, cider, I guess. Well, if anybody would like to be a third guest on uh, a third host, <laughs> second take, we're, we're in the market. I like the idea that one of us dies while recording and it's the take that we use. Like, and we just continue on. Yeah. <laughs> it's show business, buddy. We really have no idea if he's okay. We are running on a tight schedule. Andrew needs to be out of here in one hour's time. <laughs> Paramedics will be here any second. Yeah, we'll be call fine. them as soon as we finish, but we we can't panda. We, we can't. Uh, you can't panda because they're almost extinct. Them. That's exactly right. Yeah. That's true. Have you seen baby pandas? Right. Uh, not in person. Either. But no. Videos. <laughs> they look cute on film. You know what else looks cute on film? <laughs> My Thanos statue that I'd like to review. Also. Cut you, you off, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I realize what I can review. <laughs> I'm just going to steal. Go no, I'll, I am reviewing a statue. <laughs> Are you happy? <laughs> Lovely. Something that none of you can appreciate because it's at my house and not a thing that you can just, I mean, you can go pay for it, I guess, to see it in person, but it's like- a th- I'm just going to rock up at your house. Your yep, that's lovely. how that works. So yeah. how exactly does a statue come through in this audio, very audio heavy I'm element of the audio visual experience? I'm just going to talk about a funny part of the statue and focus in on <laughs> the weirdness of replica designs. Go ahead, Seb, please. So it's, it's Thanos from the third Avengers film, specifically in that pose where he's pulling down the moon to crush the, the Avengers that he's fighting on Titan. Very elaborate. So he's standing on top of a cliff face, there's fire raining down beside him and he's got his fist in the air with the infinity stones glowing and he's meant to be dragging the moon down. It's all that without the moon. But it's got like the flames. It's, it's, it's a lovely figure that I ordered last June, was yeah. meant to come in September and only arrived a week ago because can, it kept getting pushed back with the supplier. Can I guess what it actually looks like? I mean, that's not the game we're playing, but I'm happy that you wanted to play one. Does it look like the classic Freddie Mercury pose? No, no, it's more like he's trying to drag rather than like, he's, he's not just like up in the air like he's um, from the breakfast club. It's more like he's pulling something from behind uh. him. So, Dang. Well, <laughs> I'll have my the, own sound effect here, I guess. Oh, wait, what do you want? A sad sound effect? I No, I didn't. I don't have one. Uh, um, play one of them. Um, <laughs> I didn't prep a sound effect for that. I just had the outro. <laughs> just like, I'm <we're> done. Um, <laughs> you guys, it's, it's, so my, my point was here about how the weird way in which they've actually made his gauntlet light up. Cause it's a, I think it's t- battery powered. Well, yes. Ah. And that's the magic ah. of batteries that we're discussing here today. Ooh, uh, you guys A's? know like laser pointers? <laughs> yes. Yes. So you know, like the small laser pointers that are about what? 10, maybe 15 centimeters. Oh no, sorry. No, five centimeters big. Sure. One of those, but it's a, it's a, it's about the same size, about the same dimensions, but it's a, it's a little tiny flashlight, literally f- slips into his extended arm on the inside cavity. And to activate this, you have to pull his arm off and click the flashlight on and put his arm back on. And because his arm is hollowed out and the gems are tr- you know, transparent-ish, lights it up from in- inside. Lovely. So he literally has a torch inside of his arm, but the torch comes out. So you've got a, you get a statue and a torch. <laughs> it's two things. And that's how it does it. And I was like, that's a stupid so, way of doing this. So does his whole arm light up? No, his no. arm is, his arm is- um, Dark enough. Yeah, well, it's it's regular, like that PVC sort of crap that okay. it is. So it's, yeah, yep. not transparent at all. It's just the gems are. Okay. So right. totally, I, I, I totally- Complaining about like- <laughs> The, the fact that his whole so arm cheaply yeah. done that like his whole arm glows and oh I wish that would be actually funnier than what I got. <laughs> well, I just because I was looking at it, I'm like, oh, where's the where's the switch? Where's the battery? Oh, oh, 
That's okay. Does you have to mutilate him yeah. to turn the light inside. Just literally pull his arm off. I bet you if you pull his head off, there's something up there as well. His head's actually one of the pieces that came fixed. Wink, wink. His whole body came as one piece, except for that one arm, which is weird because he's it's it's a quite a large figure. Like I got it when I was working at the um at the game store at the time, so I I, I ended up getting a little bit of a staff discount, but it was worth like six hundred. So it's not like a cheap cheap figure. I've been saying that there are figures that go for like three grand, so it's also not ridiculous. Yeah, I know, right? You know what I wow. could do with three grand? I was jokingly <laughs> going to say that it cost like fifty seven ninety nine. No, no, this is one of the mid-range expensive ones. Oh my God. It's about 40 centimeters tall and it's quite heavy and- Why would you spend money on that? I really like the pose right. and I've, <laughs> I was at the time, I was working two jobs. So it was just a case of putting, <laughs> it was, uh, it was yeah, two jobs. money everywhere. <laughs> well, it was like literally, I put half of a week's salary from one of my jobs aside one time. And- For just, a statue? Yeah, it was a nice one. I liked it. Like I was just- All right. Yeah, You've I never just, been to his house. No, just wait. <laughs> no, yeah, wait till we move recording there. You can't even move. There's just shit everywhere. <laughs> to be honest, I don't understand the uh, the whole memorabilia yeah. thing. Like, I don't, I don't understand having stuff from things that I like. Like, I've got just, all- just hanging around the house. See, I- what I'm trying to say is. I'm not human. <laughs> I've got a weird no, assortment no, of stuff I'm, though. I'm like you go into my house, I've got pop vinyls. I mean, everyone fucking has pop vinyls, but I've got a-, a <laughs> Not w- everyone's. <laughs> okay, most everyone's. Um, I've a got lot of, a, yeah, real a lot people. of geeks <laughs> or nerds or- Well, you, also, you walk in, I've got my coat yeah. rack. Oh, my coat rack is the sword from the Legends of Zelda, the Keyblade from Kingdom Hearts. To the side of it's my WWE World Heavyweight Championship okay. replica. Okay. And then there's Captain America's shield on one wall, Iron Man's light up helmet on my- Next to my, on my TV unit, next to Captain America's World War One helmet. Sorry, World War Two helmet. Do you it cut, just, cut bread with a lightsaber? No, I use a bread knife. <laughs> I've got, um, Nothing practical. Actually, Andrew. <laughs> oh, sorry. It, it must only be decorative. <laughs> Star Wars is one of the ones I have. I, everything in my house that Star Wars has been a gift because I will not buy myself anything okay. Star Wars because I don't like it that much. Because yeah, I'm not weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not some kind of nerd. Um, That's but, it. I'm getting you a Jar Jar Binks statue. <laughs> and you're going to keep it. Misa loves Seb. Honestly, I would keep a Jar Jar statue because if someone that came over that liked Star Wars, it would offend them. That's fine. But like, it I've got wouldn't my- offend me and I like Star Wars. Someone so. that's not you. Someone else. I'm reaching for the buttons. I got nothing brother, to press. Probably. Yeah. But uh, I got my Dragon you- I got my Dragon Ball replicas. Like it's a weird assortment of shit, I'll call it, but it's nice. Good. Speaking it's- of weird people. Oh, I think Alice is going to compliment my shit. Mm-hmm. <sighs> You've ruined it. Anyway, moving on. You don't deserve compliments, Seb. We all know that. (laughs) (laughs) Spot on. I actually actually hit the wrong button, man. So good. That worked beautiful. Netflix has a lot of interesting documentaries. That you can chill to. You can chill. I watched one recently and it opened my eyes as to how susceptible people can be to how suggestible they can be to bad ideas or to poorly thought out ideas mm. just because they sound very attractive. Mm. Yep. It, it, it makes Pyramid sense schemes, yeah. tenderly. I'm worried that I will not get the answer that I expect. Oh, okay. Sure. At this table, are either of you flat earthers? No. Good. I don't even believe in earth to be fair. <laughs> let's, let's, let's call it what it is. <laughs> Um, we're, we're all kind of just like plugged in somewhere. And this isn't your matrix bullshit. This is more of a, um, you know, like when children are on leashes cause their parents can't control them. Yes. It's kind of like that, except someone's looking after us. 
I I want to preface my answer. Oh dear. Oh no. 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 With my Discworld theory. It's turtles all the way down. Not turtles. Tortoises. No. Okay. So I went through. Uh, 13 years of education, state mandatory. Okay. Then I went and did a degree at university. Yes. So that, and that took me four years. I then went back and I studied at TAFE. That took me another two years. Excellent. And now I'm back at uni studying and it's going to take me roughly three years, maybe. And not once did I see a globe. <laughs> not <laughs> once did I see any evidence to say that there would – ever be this uh, floating disc in the sky. Oh, thank say, you for saying that. To say that, like, okay, the, let me put it this way. We've observed the sun. We can see that the, the sun is spherical. Mercury, oh, we Venus. We can see that it's round, Alex. Spherical. We can see that it rounds. And as we all know, NASA lies to us, so we can't trust NASA. But we've seen Mercury. Which is also have you, spherical. Have you really? Have you seen it? Or have you just seen pictures that NASA say is Mercury? Think well, about it, Alex. Well, true. Everyone <laughs> out there is just trying to dupe us all. My point is, we've then we, we've come a long way, and even Tesla, um, the Tesla guy, Elon Musk, yeah, sent a not Nikolai Tesla, <laughs> no, uh, sent a car. Into space. Well, he claims he sent a car into space. All we know is that the car isn't on Earth anymore. He probably just disintegrated it in his, you know, disintegrating machine. Yeah, everyone knows that was yeah. faked. It was actually <laughs> filmed by Oh no, oh no, forgetting his name. Who did The Shining? How am I forgetting his name? Stanley Kubrick. There we go. It was all filmed, filmed by Stanley Kubrick's ghost. Sure. <laughs> so, so there's a there's a documentary on Netflix called Behind the Curve, okay. and it's it's. It's not a, it's not strictly an anti flat earther documentary. They give the flat earthers a lot of time to explain their position. Okay. And it goes into the history uh, a little bit of the flat earth society, how it came about and there's a bit of a political struggle within it like some people it's 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 uh, it's factionizing. Like there are some people who follow certain flat earthers yep. and you know accuse each other of being in on on it with with the CIA and trying to deceive the rest of the world. It's fascinating. That that part of it is truly fascinating. Can I ask a question? Why do they think they're being deceived? As in, what, is there a reason who, that they have as to why they think they would need to lie about who this? knows? Because okay. it, as as far as I can tell, people who genuinely buy into it buy into it for the same reason that they do the moon landing conspiracy or any other conspiracy that you can think Religion. of. Religion. Yeah, where, 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 they're, where they're being lied to, they've been duped, but they know the truth. They know the secret truth, and they're desperate to tell you about it. Okay. Evangelists. The documentary is very interesting. It, it does give a lot of time for the – it follows a, a couple of flat earthers. Uh, Mark Sargent, who I think made, made the first really popular videos about it about, about 10 years ago. Uh, and it follows him and sort of how it, how it grew – and it really discusses his idea of how of how the flat Earth works. Mm. Uh, but interspersed with it are uh, scientists, astrophysicists, astronauts, some psychologists, just talking about how it's how it doesn't make sense and how uh, they're behaving as as people. Why they would believe this in the first place? Like what 
what is it about the society and the camaraderie that makes people uh, buy into it, that makes people yeah. believe it? It's fascinating stuff. It also goes into uh, <laughs> following the Flat Earthers as they experiment to prove that the world is not a globe. Okay. They're not necessarily trying to prove that it's flat, because I don't know how you would do that, but they're trying it's to- It's a donut. Everyone <laughs> is well aware. <laughs> but, but they're desperately trying to disprove the, uh, the globe Earth uh, theory, as they, as they call it. And it's wonderful to watch. Mm. It's, it's like watching people do, like find out science experiments for the first time. Like they're thinking about how they would, how they would structure the experiment, what tools they need and what they're actually testing and what they're doing. It's like, it's like the flat earthers are the scientists of the Renaissance and they're discovering science for the first time. <laughs> And they no, and, and they and they're genuinely trying, right, to to find the truth. They're a little bit flawed in their methodology, and it kind of doesn't work. One of their experiments, they uh, they say, all right, let's assume that the world is a sphere and it's rotating in in space, right? So every twenty four hours, it's going to rotate three hundred sixty degrees. That means every hour, it's going to rotate fifteen degrees. So we can simply run a gyroscope for an hour and see if it gives us, gives us a result. They get their hands on this laser gyroscope that can measure uh, the sort of, the sort of uh, angular drift uh, over time. Mm. They run it for an hour, and they say, if it's, if it's a, a spherical Earth, we're going to get 15 degrees. It's a flat Earth, it's not rotating, we're going to get zero. They get the result of 15 degrees, and their response is, hmm, there must be some sort of interference because we're not getting the zero we expect so they stick this, they, they stick this gyroscope in a degaussing chamber. So there's no magnetic interference, and they get another 15 degree result. And oh god, there must be some interference that we're not, that we're not, you know, realizing yeah. what's going on. The whole the whole thinking is flawed. They're ex, they know what they want to get. They know the result they want to get, and they just refuse to see the data. It's confirmation bias. Like, yeah, 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 absolutely. There are the great experiment, and it's kind of the the crux of the whole of the whole documentary. It ends on a really high note, where they're try- they they've got this idea of spacing three posts about two kilometers apart, right? So each one is two kilometers from from the last one. They're going to shine a laser from the top of one to the top of the other. I don't know how they're going to calibrate the heights, because they're supposed to be like 17 feet above sea level. I don't know how they intend to calibrate that, but let's assume that they could. Yep. The idea is that they shine a laser from the top of one to the top of the third one, and then if the world is flat, that laser beam should shine across the top of the middle post. Mm. If it's curved, it, it'll, it'll, it'll be lower than the 17 feet, right? That makes, that makes perfect yep. sense. They run into trouble because, because there's no laser that can stay focused over four kilometers. Yeah, that Surprise, was my first right? thought. I was like, that's a big fucking laser. <laughs> we, okay, we need to build a Death Star, but like a flat <laughs> disc-like one. <laughs> like, like even, even military-grade lasers can't stay focused over that distance. Yeah. That's not what lasers are good for. And, and, and see what I mean? It's like people naively discovering science for the first Sorry. time and going, we have laser. these tools. <laughs> we have these tools. We can, we can do this. Oh. And then they slowly discover, oh, hold on. The world doesn't actually work the way I think it does. Mm. I can't just imagine these cool experiments. I am limited in some way. And, and it's fascinating to see yeah. that happen. I don't want to spoil it, but- but the it, world is flat. They yeah. discover it, and um, yep, <laughs> they do have a theory, and it proves so. But the documentary behind the curve does end on a high note, a very telling note of exactly what the Flat Earth mm. Society is about. There was a show I 
it's me, it's wrestling. I used to watch, um, th- it was called Talking Smack. It was after the SmackDown TV show and we'd have the wrestlers come on and it was like a talk show. They just sit around and chat like this, but it was not scripted. So the okay. actual wrestlers could just do whatever they wanted to do with their characters. They were in character, <laughs> but they weren't told what to say. And it wasn't canon? So uh, it didn't matter what- It wasn't canon until there was a couple of, some guys ran really well with it and they ended up incorporating stuff into it, but okay. it was just meant to be them talking in character about like, talk about what happened on the show that week. Like, oh yeah, I really hate it. When this anyway, um, one of the guys who was the general manager at the time, who was an ex-wrestler, very smart guy, had the champion on at the time. And the champion in real life is a flat earther. Oh no. And he calls him <laughs> out on it on this live recorded show. And it was great having to see this guy try and say like, I just don't think all the facts are there. Like it was just sort of, and it was, it was really a beautiful moment seeing him try and do that. That's wonderful. And him just literally calling him out. Cause like, <laughs> fuck you, we're on live TV. Let's do this. Like, um, oh, but yeah, it beautiful. is fun to see them struggle with it, I guess. It, I don't, I don't understand how they can defend the position. Like it, it does watching, watch, watching it happen and seeing how easily people can believe something that is absolutely not true. Like it, it's really easy to prove that the world is not flat and yet they still believe it. It kind of makes you think, what on earth do I believe that isn't true? Mm. And how on earth could I tell? Yeah. Climate change, obviously. <laughs> I'm honestly just <laughs> curious <laughs> as to- Now, now. <laughs> I don't mind- Wait, seriously? It's difficult to tell. It is really it? is difficult to tell. How? If, if the world is warming, yes. it's difficult to tell. It's, it's not. It is. Oh my God, I can hear Zane laughing <laughs> in the background. Guys, the question here isn't that they think the world is flat or we think it's- They are convinced sphere. that it is. No, that's, that's fine. Yeah. My only issue is why do they think this is a topic that people are misleading them on? Why is there such a distrust there of the scientific community? What do they think that there is to gain or to lose by believing one way or the other? It doesn't, it, it doesn't matter because the point is that they have a secret truth that other people don't have. And that's something okay. that is important. That's the only thing they ha- Well, not the only thing they have, but it's it's an important part of their life that they have this this extra knowledge. Yep. And they want to share that with as many people Pick as possible. something that's less scientifically it's, proved. It's Pick religion, so ridiculous. Because that way- Religion, I'm not religious, other people are, and you know what? We're not gonna know until we're dead. And even then, it's too late to brag about it. So pick something that is, you can't- I know, I know exactly yeah. what you're saying. It's it's so easily uh, disprovable, yep. right? Have it's, they it's, ever been in a plane and looked out the window? Oh, well, no, that's just that's just the, the It's an optical illusion caused by gases. Put, that's exactly right. You're oh, not you're not right. really it's seeing the earth. All, all that's, a conspiracy. I mean, you have okay. to look through the airline's glass and they could have, you know, a, a, a screen on the other side. You don't know. You don't know what's going on, Alex. Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> but speaking about Alex, what is going on, Alex? Um, we'll see, global warming oh, is this- That's not your topic. <laughs> no, it's not, but I'm just curious to, to ask. All right, you guys- This is the forum I will. I will allow you <laughs> to talk about global warming, but if this gets heated- I'm going to play the Golden uh, Girls theme. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, what? Let's get ready to rumble. Please have this discussion. So, from my perspective, the global warming argument or climate change argument is the same as the flat earth argument. In what sense? In the sense that people who don't believe that global warming or climate change is a real thing. Um, and having a spherical Earth is a real thing. But climate change 
happens. I mean, exactly. You know, the Earth is not static; it's dynamic. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, oh, I, that's how no, I'm gonna. That's, that, that's my input to this entire discussion. <laughs> I'm gonna be your soundboard. Please continue. That's 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 not a bombshell. Okay. So that there is definite empirical scientific evidence to say that it is existing. <laughs> that, that what is existing? Climate change, global warming. That's not in contest, yeah. So Cl- Climate changes, it's dynamic. Let's heat this up, guys. Come on, yeah. no, seriously, come on, go, go, go. But seriously, don't fight because I'll also press all the buttons. <laughs> but like we, we definitely need to do something to reduce how bad it is getting. Is it getting bad? Yes. How do you know? There is empirical scientific evidence. Not everybody agrees on it. It th- just like the flat Earth theory. Right. Not everyone agrees on it. Okay, that, that's my that's my my <laughs> argument is that there is all this evidence, and then there are people saying, "Oh no, I don't like that evidence." It's the fifteen degrees no. on the gyroscope climate, issue. Climate is is a complicated issue. It's not, you can't just take the temperature in one spot on Earth they're and not. say, "Ha ha." No, they're not. That's, they're, that's exactly it's right. It's all over the earth and it's the glaciers melting and it's the animals dying off. It's all the pollution. It's the hole in the ozone layer, which, by the way, is getting smaller. It's the smallest it's been since the 80s. Great. Because Yay. Of so global rigid- warming is helping the ozone layer close. Let's no, keep pumping out that it's heat. the reduction of the CFC uh, chemicals that we were using in aerosols okay. and other things that wait. We so my deodorant did this <laughs> back in Your the day. Your deodorant didn't do this. Oh, <laughs> because we stopped using them. The the hole is getting. Because you guys know me. If I go outside and it is a stinking day, I just grab both cans of Lynx Africa and just blast them into the sun. Almost <laughs> <was> three. <laughs> The but like, do you see my point? Like, it it just it feels like there are people who, who of course, the Earth is spherical. Like, the, we've got all this evidence from science, uh, but there's there's no evidence of climate change or global warming. It's 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 doing just fine. It's been the same for thirty years. A, a, a spherical Earth is not really in contention because all the models of how gravity works uh, are uh, ratified in a lot of different. And independent ways, yeah. right? So we have models for how uh, gravity works in the first place. We have expectations of how it works uh, in astronomy, and we can measure all that. We have we have models for how the world, uh, for how the Earth formed, yep. right? And and all that makes sense. It all it all confirms a spherical shape for the Earth that it's three dimensional. Yep. And we have models for how uh, how the planets orbit the sun. Yep. Right. They all confirm each other, and they're all independently testable. Sure. Climate change, in respect of uh, uh, global warming, right, is not that cut and dry. We don't really have good models for how the climate works. We've only really been conscious of it for the last hundred years. Yeah. And so we don't have good models. You know, conclusive models on this is definitely how it works. And there's a lot of evidence to suggest that it's closely linked with sun activity. With what activity, sorry? With sunspot activity. The, oh, yeah. the, the cycles of, of, of the sun most heavily influence, they, they, they're the best indicator of uh, how the climate reacts on Earth. If I that's, can... That's, that's what we have at the moment, and we've only really been studying it for the last 100 years, and a lot of that has really happened in the last 40 years. So we don't really know that much about how the climate works. It's too early to say it's definitely warming and it's definitely because of humans because 
it's difficult to see so in the data. If but I can step in between the two, what you're saying is there may be evidence that shows that things are getting hotter, but we don't know whether that's part of a natural cycle or not because there just isn't enough to say. You know, like, yes, things we, are getting hotter, but we don't know. That could have happened 500 years ago, for yeah. example, over a period as well. We just don't people, know because there wasn't recording equipment effectively to say yeah. that. <laughs> people who make the conclusion that it's definitely warming and it's definitely caused by humans, right? That's premature. But you think it's it's a yeah. possibility? Of course, it's, it's a possibility. Yeah. I'm not. We don't really know. I'm not saying that it is a hundred percent us. I'm just saying that we have the majority impact on what is happening because of all the industrialization, all the fossil fuels that we're burning through. We don't know everything. that. That's a, we don't know how much but, that is influencing global warming. But we do. We've got. We can't the, even. We can't even tell if global warming is happening at all. I, I, I disagree. <laughs> well, <laughs> I think. And this is important. We should talk about Alex's cider. <laughs> okay. It is called Castaway Original Apple Cider. Okay. Uh, do you have any in that can? I do. Have a sip? Yeah. Okay. You, you talk and I'll, I'll give, I'll give a, an honest opinion. Okay. Um, this was the cheapest cider that I could buy when I was at the shop. So it's, it's not terrible. It. It's, it's not bad. I'm you. I usually go for something a little sweeter. I like the um, sorry, the uh, Summersby pear cider. They're in good. Particular, yeah. it is quite sweet. Yep. Um, that's not why I like it. It's because it's also genuinely, <laughs> genuinely and generally cheap. Yep. Um, but this was just cheaper on the day. Um, yeah, it's 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 not bad. Yep. It's definitely alcoholic. Um, <laughs> good tick. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um. And I'm going to uh, accredit the drinking of the cider to how feisty I have been in my arguments today. Good. Good. Great. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, this is how it sounds. Oh, that's a good I sound. I didn't hit the mute mm. button fast enough. <laughs> also, I don't know which one is his and yours and mine. <laughs> like, just, just a blanket ban yep. on sound for three seconds. <laughs> That'll do the trick. I should have just, just cued a sound. This is how it sounds. Um, yeah Uh, if you're in Australia or I don't know if it imports to anywhere else or exports rather I don't know however you want to say it Uh, yeah give it a try I guess if you're into apple cider yep or don't it's up to you if you don't drink don't drink it much like other things in life that's also a choice if you want to try a true combination of flavours get some beef jerky and some banana milk whoa banana milk Banana flavored milk. Oh, okay. Like, like, so it's like a nice banana chocolate. Breaker. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I was like, almond milk, cashew milk, <laughs> banana, banana milk. milk. Yeah, good. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. We milked 14,000 bananas for this class. <laughs> <laughs> and you can have it all for the good price of $99. You can get apple juice or you can get <laughs> banana milk. Gross. <laughs> oh, if you, I suppose if you did. If you just mashed up a banana and- I wouldn't call it juice. I'd call it- I Mixed milk it with right. yeah. 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 I'd call it nectar, but- anyway. Nectar, the mango nectar was my point of reference yeah. as well. Yeah. That's definitely more on the juice, but I think banana, because it would look like that pasty white color. You'd think I don't think milk. there's enough moisture in a banana to actually get it like to a consistency. Of- well, you add water to it. Yeah. Like with the almond milk. <laughs> like just, just blend it with water. Yeah. yeah. And then leave it in a nut bag. And It'd probably separate though. <sighs> Oh, we've got to try it. Let's, this is the start of the new no, second take variety no, hour. No, no, review show. no, no. Well, where we do stupid science experiments to see if they shit. 
Well, thank you for joining us <laughs> this week. That was quite the episode. Andrew, I want to shake your hand. We That's have a I website, like. <laughs> secondtakepodcast.com, and an email address, secondtakepodcast at <laughs> gmail.com. If you want to tweet at us, this is Andrew's line. <laughs> yeah, sure is. <laughs> if you would like to tweet us, we're at Second Take TNC and we're on Instagram at Second Take Podcast. And we will not respond to you. Oh. Unless it's on Facebook where we usually respond to things. Where yeah, Facebook's you- our most active social media. Oh, most active, only active. <laughs> also correct. <laughs> Which um, I do check the email address though. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. fair. I get... The emails every single day that come up on my phone. I'm like, why do I have this on here? Why I don't do look you at have these. it on there? Yeah. How can they find us on Facebook, Alex? Uh, search Second Take Media Review Podcast on Facebook. It will come up. All right. I'm <laughs> in lieu of the actual ending song to this. I'm going to play a different one, but we're going to play it quite quickly so we don't get sued. Say your Dangerous territory. S- say your, uh, say, make your peace with the audience, guys. <laughs> Bye. Global warming exists. What an episode. Forward. It's the one move we're all ready to take. And at the Audi Moving Forward sales event, we're ready to help you on that journey. All Audi dealerships are now open. With tailored solutions to suit your individual needs, like the Audi A6 Saloon, with PCP finance from only €499 per month. Now is the time to make an appointment. Now is the time to start moving forward. Audi. Vorsprung durch Technik. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, policy access, applicable endorsements, annualized premium. I need a translator. Sometimes it's like insurance providers speak a different language. With OnPost Insurance, you get easy to understand quotes and humans who speak plain English. For our best car and home quotes, visit onpostinsurance.ie. Acceptance criteria, terms and conditions apply. One Direct Ireland Limited trading as OnPost Insurance is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland. One Direct Ireland Limited is a wholly owned subsidiary of OnPost. Home insurance underwritten by Aviva Insurance Ireland DAC.